Hello and welcome to the Third Space Podcast. This is Bennett bringing you episode 46, which is currently untitled, but the title will be there by the time you listen to this. This is our first episode where we are trying to stick to an abbreviated runtime. So we're trying to keep it under an hour, target 45 minutes. This time we went a little long, so we're about an hour, but that's okay. Also, this episode, we are beginning to add a jingle before every episode, and not the one that Daniel sings, but an AI-generated musical jingle, and I would really like to have some vocals in there too. So we'll see how that turns out. Every episode is going to be a different jingle. So take it away, AI. Third Space Podcast, Third Space Podcast, Third Space Podcast, Third Space Podcast. It's a podcast, podcast, podcast called Third Space. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm not going to contribute to the to that. <laughs> no, you just wouldn't give me much. You gave me the yay. That's all I needed. Um, so we are we're trying out a new shorter format this time, right? Yeah, I like it. So we got to we got to get just as much content into like, you know, 45 minutes or so. Uh, so let's talk a lot faster. Yeah, we're not going to get as much content. <laughs> we're not going to get as much content in, but I think we can still uh, and are going to try to do, you know, kind of our recurring segments that are a lot of fun and then uh, and then some discussion topics too. We're gonna try to yeah. keep the same same quality, maybe be less long-winded. I think that devotion to a regular podcast is more important. Like it's a part of my day, and I'm gonna fold it into my life instead of being this thing that I like having done, but becomes this sort of, oh man, I don't know if I have time for two or three hours in this a- the afternoon of s- Sunday or when when we tend to record. It's just like hey let's just do this let's go like let's make this part of our life and fold it in and so i think it's going to be uh for me a more joyful uh, a more intentional devotion actually so even though it's shorter i think we'll end up you know covering more things having more content and that kind of thing i think so too a weekly 45 minute podcast will give us more monthly content than we were having doing one a month uh yes so uh, let's jump right in. You want to do a superpowers and drawbacks, one of our classics? I like that idea. Let's do it. All right. This time I've got a level three superpowers and drawbacks prepared Ooh, for you. That's so, not a four, but not a two. You know? Also not a two. It's right in, right in between there. Um, all right. So uh, for the superpowers, um, the first one I have up for you, and I know that you're really going to like this one, it's called Super Pooper. Uh, so this superpower is uh, you only have to poop once a month. Poop is magically... Super that sounds super duper. Oh. Uh, so the way this works is the poop is magically stored inside you uh, without pain, without distension. There are no adverse health effects. So it's just total magic um the the only thing to note with the superpower is that all of that magically stored poop still has to come out at the end of the month so you know if you store it up for a month then you're gonna you know it's just gonna be an interesting time on the <laughs> the 30th or the 31st of the month or whatever is my stomach gonna be distended no that's what i said be, there's no wait, pain wait, wait, sorry, or distension dist- no pain but like I or, didn't hear the distension. yeah no distension so he's not gonna be bloated or anything like that it's just gonna feel totally normal now, uh, you can poop more often if you want to. You don't have to wait the full 30 days or the full month, but that, that is your superpower. Because anyone who knows me, and I'm comfortable saying, I spend a lot of time in the restroom, and that part of that is joyful. It's my escape from <laughs> the world. What I mean is that we are of always on call. <laughs> we're always on call. Like We're always expected, or even there's... This might sound strange, but there's some slight guilt of opportunity cost when I'm working on one thing or when I'm engaging in one thing. I could be doing another and all that. But when you're pooping, you're pooping. Like, yeah. like leave me alone. And so every like whether it's scroll, like yes, I scroll on my phone or play games and stuff, and that is uh, like bonus. And it's leave me alone. And so these little mini vacations. And so um, it's interesting if you were to take the need away, then. Would I take the mini vacations less, or would I find them in different ways? Um, but certainly, just being there's something to be said for you're you're talking about being ultimately regular, and it's only once a month, and 
yeah, that's that's interesting. I'll I'll sit with that. And I said sit because this is a clean <laughs> podcast. Sort yeah, of, sort of. I don't know. Sort I don't really have of. Like a, like a, Sometimes. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you've dropped the f bomb a couple times. Have we? I, yeah. yeah, but not not me? often. Probably me. Yeah, I censored my rap uh, episode pretty heavily. <laughs> all you gingers, all you gingers know it. Um, all right, the second uh, the second superpower uh, up against super pooper is called MS Paint IRL. So, for this one, uh, by placing your hand flat against an object, you can change its color to a color or a basic tiled pattern of your choosing. So you can just completely recolor things. You can only do it one time per object, but you can basically recolor anything the way you want it. IRL must stand for I really like because that's something I like. I like that idea. (laughs) Why am I having to brand each? Oh, man. (laughs) Super Uh, duper. I really like it. You're really going for broke on the... uh, I was so excited Witt- about saying it that I didn't fully listen to you. Do you, do, you need <laughs> to, like, oh, I, do you need me to repeat it for you? Uh, no, I think you said that I can change the color of things in real life, obviously. Uh, yes. Like by, and what else? What else though? Uh, yeah. I, you put you your hand on a thing. You can change its color to a color or a tile, a basic tiled pattern. Basically, the not... the quality of Microsoft Paint. Uh, you can only do it one time per object. One time per object, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not a texture thing. I'm not drawing in some three-dimensional space that becomes no. like I'm creating nothing like that, just nope. changing colors. Yep, you get tired Get tired of the color of your car, uh, put your hand on it, and you can change it. So you can Why basically give your... Why limitation? I want to because... be able to change like, no. my walls. And because stuff. it's at level three. Okay. Um, you're right. You can, paint, you, you can walls, paint your walls. Like, you can paint once. your walls once. <laughs> um... I could paint my car once. I can, and oh, and the, you could that texture, you could, right? The shininess of my yeah, yeah. car, yeah, yeah. Right. You could start a a business and paint people's cars, right? So I mean, that's, I just yeah, don't want to. I don't want to undersell it here. Um, like if no you repeat could repeat customers, though. <laughs> well, not with the same car. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so you got the superpowers. They're pretty good. Level three, uh, but in order to take one of those, you also have to take one of the following two drawbacks. The first is called Inverse Bloodhound. Now for this one, uh, your nose can only detect 30 smells. That's it, just 30. And you can choose the smells before taking this drawback, but once they're chosen, that's all. Your nose can only detect those 30 smells, and that's it. Oh man, Um, you know, you say 30, and it sounds like a decent amount, right? But it's certainly not I'm curious if I just said how many smells do I uh, smell a day? <laughs> oh yeah, you know yeah. those numbers that you 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 really some part of you is saying oh like Google's gonna tell me that it's two hundred thousand or three right. million smells a day. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. thirty is nothing in that context. But the real answer, like in terms of applicable, I would say maybe I'm maybe I'm engaged in on an average day in usable terms like. 15 or something right. like that um, yeah and so and then i would have to decide the dangerous ones i need to know if there's a gas leak and you know did you, isn't gas odorless but they've added a smell because it is dangerous that's I've right heard that it's supposed to smell so, like rotten eggs apparently yeah yeah so so but i would have to go and say like i need to smell things like you know like poop and death and bad things smell bad because we need we're, we're wired so i'd have, I, unfortunately i'd probably need to uh give up some of my 30 to bad smells like garbage would that count as a smell garbage or would i have to say like uh uh rotten chicken and then rotten if i wanted to no, smell beef, we'll, i'd have to do another one or no just we'll, we'll just garbage is fine garbage is fine yeah okay um and if i said uh uh fruit you know or pies or do i have to say no, no that's like, not good get, enough okay um I wonder how many would be food smell oriented. And honestly, I've thought like, if I lost my sense of smell, they say that's tied to your taste. Um, but I also wonder if it'd be easier to eat healthy if I gave up smell because the food just was sort of bland after Could that. Could be. Then I'm uh, for the sake of this drawback. I'm. Uh, it doesn't affect your taste at all. Yeah. It's just okay. smell. Um, um, you know. 
I got it. You got that I, one. Yeah, I understand it. I'm just wrestling with it. But yeah, if, I got yeah. It. If when you get to thinking more, and if you decide to choose this, then I want to pin you down on some of some of the smells. You don't have to go through all yeah. thirty of them, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right. The other uh, the other potential drawback is called slow startup. And for this one, all electronic or mechanical devices that you use take one minute to start up. So some examples of things that you know you have to turn on and start and then wait one minute before you use your electric toothbrush, your car ignition, your ceiling fan, your TV, things of that. Sending a text, right? No. So no. this doesn't include your oh. phone after the initial startup. So once it's on, it's on. Okay. Um, light switches, no, that, I'm not going to do that. Sim- simple mechanical <laughs> devices like scissors, Technical, the, technically those are mechanical devices, but yeah, that doesn't make sense. So, quite, yeah. yeah, so, but I hope you get the gist of this, you know, any kind of uh, electric device or little mechanical device, you have to wait one minute for it to actually start functioning. Um, what about my, like, key fob activator to, like, uh, that's a good question. It's a good question, but so car car ignition is one you have to wait one one minute. You okay. turn your key or press the button or whatever, and it goes ring, 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 for a minute or something. Just imagine that, without yeah. without like mechanical problems, it's not like burning out your alternator or anything. For your key fob, that doesn't have any moving parts. It's technically electronic, but uh, like it's kind of, you know it generates an electric field or whatever. So I'm gonna say that does not. You don't turn it on. It's just not there. You know, it's just a thing that exists. I have two thoughts. One's a question. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll start with a thought that leads to the question. I there's a at work. At, uh, there's a copier, and if no one has used it in a while, I guess it goes into some sort of sleep mode. Mm-hmm. And then when you click print, it says you know warming up, and yeah. it'll say, and it takes three minutes to warm up. And it's mm-hmm. a big machine, and it actually prints. It's it's the best printer, knock on wood, or copier, or like that I've ever, it, it works, it spits out copies fast, and they're pretty good, you know. But um, someone played Superpowers and Drawbacks before they bought it and yeah, yeah, you, used I, a drawback line. On? Like, what's it doing? Like, it's not, is it this massive, it's not, it's just a printer, like, and it's like sitting there for three minutes, and I don't hear a lot of whirring, or it's just like three minutes, and you see the little digital display. And, they, and I'm here to tell you that the three minutes is a lifetime. Oh, yeah, it's a long I just time. don't wait in the room anymore. I just go, well, I'll come back. <laughs> you know, like, screw that. Because uh, sitting there for three minutes, I swear it must be longer. So I'm trying to say that my mental, like, one minute, every time on these things that we have become accustomed to automatically working, turning on the TV, you know, mm-hmm. launching Netflix. Uh, well, I mean, I guess Netflix, once it's on, yeah. yeah, where does Netflix fall on that? It's like yeah, the TV a, takes a minute to turn on, but the it's Netflix the TV. Is... Yeah, the Netflix is whatever it norm whatever its normal load up time yeah. is. But but I'm saying that a minute when you're used to instant is an eternity in, in terms of annoyance. Not, yes, you know. And so my question about um, that machine, the copier, does it now go faster? Does it actually only take a minute? <laughs> no. Well, okay. This, so, this can't well, work all right. In my so, favor, right? I can't go to things that take an hour to warm up, like no. that, that are now faster. Yeah, it takes one minute longer. Um, okay, yeah, one I don't. Longer. I don't know how that copy machine works. It's I, on, I did. I didn't I consider. I didn't consider sleep modes, but that's that's a cop out. Sleep modes fall into this too. You have to wait a minute for it to, you know, wake up from a yeah. sleep mode. My, my, my screen when I'm working on a computer, and if it if I, I would probably just make sure I. Th- change the setting but if it like if I, have, I think i have a 15 minute or so setting but i would just change it um that's not a big deal um mm-hmm. okay let me let me let me kind of go over this super pooper um uh, once a month pooping um and my knee-jerk reactions i kind of gave them to you uh mm-hmm. like what what happens to my my getaways uh <laughs> I, I will get away from the world i think we, like we all like that's just built in um so that it's weird that that's my first thought is almost like oh no <laughs> yeah this is I didn't anticipate it being a drawback for you I thought it, I thought it would be wonderful no it, it, it yeah you even said I know you're gonna like this uh, and and yet my sincere reaction was huh um, but also that could be a like I have a lot of inconvenient poops uh, that's there's no doubt about that mm-hmm. uh, and eliminating that would be great. I have so thoroughly accepted it as part of my life that I don't like the idea of like 
I, I haven't even explored this idea of like what how much time like would I gain some non negligible portion of the day back? Absolutely. And, yeah. You know? It would be like those people who have never been able to see and then all of a sudden they get like contact lenses or exactly that special like, like that. cyber surgery on their eyes and they can all of a sudden see again. That's how it would be for you. Sight is a three on the superpower scale, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um so but but really the time back is pretty great microsoft paint irl or ms paint irl is pretty cool so i didn't really think about that as much i don't care about okay i care about aesthetics a lot but i'm not a sucker or interested in like for some reason tech devices what color do you want your computer to be or, or your iphone like do not care in fact i just want a black one uh, so maybe i care a little i'd almost prefer uh, that's a lie. They had a dark green that looked pretty good, but they marketed the heck out of it and made mm. it look sleek in all these commercials. But when it came time to get the phone, my dad's like, what color do you want? And, I, and, I, and it worked. I said green, but if they had said, oh, sorry, it's only black, I mean, I would have not cared. Like, he could have just not asked me, basically, and got me whatever color. Unless, yeah, I guess I, I feel would the same way. just like purple or something. But when, even then, I wouldn't care that much. When I, when I, just, I, even, got, I just got a new phone um, a couple of months ago, and... You know, I just said, I'll have a black one. But they didn't have the black one in the particular configuration that I wanted. And so I was like, okay, just give me the blue one. Like, it just, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I put a case on it anyway, so you don't see the actual <laughs> thing. Right. So they like, could have given me the pink one. There whatever. are people that care and get upset or just say, no, I'll wait a month or something or whatever. That kind of, I don't identify with that. I don't, I don't, like... Who cares? And plus, yeah, you put a case on. I put a clear case. Uh, I actually bought a clear case, which they don't even look that good when they're clear cases anyway, so I can see the green. But that was, that was. I mean, it's sounding like I am I care, but <laughs> since I asked for green, I, then I felt like, well, if I get a case, then this is stupid, so I might as well just get a clear one. That's, it, it was low-level thought. It was not, like, right. super. Anyway, um so I don't care about that. I do care about aesthetics. If the power were to change, it would change. If I could do it over and over, I'd be changing room, my room up a lot and, and, and all sorts of things. And I'd have a blast with that. But it'd probably be so tempting. You'd have to move it up probably a full point, if not two points. Oh, yeah. Um, so once, then I can entertain like a job on the side. Also, is it's instantaneous, right? That's part of the deal. Yeah. So... I could be a traveling uh, car painter and probably make a good living. You know what? Like Dude, that you alone. could you could prank people. I mean, think about how this. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there's someone you don't like, you can like make their car you know neon pink or something. Yeah, and then they just have it that way, and I can't even undo it. <laughs> like, they no, they would have to. They would have to go get like an actual wrap or paint job or something. So I mean, you could be a villain with a superpower. You could be a super villain. And this could work on like a skyscraper building. I could go up and say, "Boom! It's it's pink, or you know, some outrageous color, <laughs> right?" Like I've really created a yeah. So I right. So I would say you know this. I said you lay your hand flat against an object, uh, and I don't know that I would consider a skyscraper an object. It's more like maybe the panel, like as far yeah, as it, it might be right. Like, yeah. Might be a pretty big so panel, the way like, the way I envision it, you know, I call it MS Paint IRL, and so this is kind of like the flood fill, you know, the little uh, the tool you click on a thing and it yeah, flood and it gets fills the thing. When there's a little yeah, sometimes like, there's a little line, right? right exactly, and so yeah, it's it's yeah. buggy and kind of annoying. The power can be like that; it's kind of annoying. Now, what you would have to do is you know go touch the section that it didn't quite fill in and you know do that. So there's some touch up that you might so have to do. I would make mistakes as much as I would um, just have to do extra work to. Well, sometimes, you know, you know how in Microsoft Paint, like sometimes you'll try to be filling in a little circle, but you won't realize, you won't realize there's a little gap in the circle and it'll, it'll, you know, color everything all of a sudden and you're like, oh crap, but this power doesn't include control Z, you know, so you can't undo it. So, you know, there's some danger involved here. (laughs) Does this work on people? Um... If you consider people objects, so yeah, on women at least. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just a joke. I couldn't resist. Um, I'm going to say that actually, yeah, yes, it does work. Like your skin is a, 
you know, one organ that covers your body. So you could change your skin color. Hair, though, is not one continuous thing. So you'd have to do it for all your hairs. So that could get kind of tricky. Um, yeah. Like your fingernails, I suppose, would work. Also interesting about that, the hair. Like I decide I want it. Like let's say I'm going gray and I just said I want it brown and I've done my hair brown. Like is my hair now brown indefinitely or do those hairs fall out and gray is replaced and whatever? So, yeah, the way yeah, the way I imagine it is, yeah, you're doing each individual hair and that those hairs do fall out and, you know, re- regenerate. So I'm going to say that you could do it repeatedly for that. That's my, I mean, although I guess technically you could say that your skin cells are doing the same thing, but that to me seems like a cop out. You can't change your skin color indefinitely. So that's, I'm not going to allow that. Yeah. Change, change your skin color. If you could do it multiple times too, it'd just be interesting. Uh, anyway. Um, and then I like, I like the name inverse bloodhound, um, 30 cents. Doesn't sound that bad, honestly. Thirties like doesn't sound like a low number, at least my knee jerk reaction. Like, like yeah. all right, you're giving me thirty cents. Um, it depends on how it depends on how valuable you think your sense of smell is. You know, that's how all. How bad will my memory get? Because oh, this that's what they say. Yeah, you won't be able to remember your childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it just doesn't. Maybe maybe it's something because I have it. I don't value it, it like, like as much as I would once it's gone. But I just, I mean, you know, if you had to give up one sense, there's no doubt it'd be smell. There's just no doubt. Anyone saying otherwise, is, I, I just find that disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it just seems like it's the low, it's, it's lowly too, like sight and touch and hearing. And like, these are important, you know, and tasting things. But like, Smell seems like it's a little additive, you know. It's like a little flair. It's it's good. It's nice to have, and it can, you know, alert you if there's a fire, you know. Uh, so that by the way, I'd add fire. Um, so the bad ones that I'd add, or like, or or not for pleasure, I guess, would be, well, fire's pleasant too, but I need to know the fire, and I need. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna debate garbage for a second. It seems like decay and gross. If if you're allowing that sort of uh de- like dead animal and garbage kind of just discarded like rough stuff if if we would throw it in a trash can that's garbage like i don't want to debate each piece of garbage uh what about like, uh what about body and, odor that would definitely choose that <laughs> uh, and i guess is that everyone's including myself yeah like, i'm not gonna be I'm not going to be yeah. – because, you know, I did the body odor experiment, and you can have all kinds of different body odors, even from well, yourself. I just need to know for the – Right, for yourself. Right. Reasoning, like reasons, basically. I just need that. So that's definitely going in there. I was literally, that was – yeah. What about bad <laughs> bad breath? That one I might just not deal with and then be just almost skip. plus. Skip it because when I do smell people's bad breath – I don't comment on it anyway. Um, you know, I mean, I don't mind telling Danielle or something. You know, <laughs> like, but like, it's not like she has bad breath, so I'm not picking on her really. But like, I would just go, oh, like, you ate onions or something. I don't know. Um, right. So, I was just thinking, you know, for, again, for yourself, like body um, odor. Then I would, I just, the difference is I'm just going to, br- I do brush my teeth regularly and all of that. And there might be times that like I could get feedback from Danielle and all that but like I don't know I just uh, I think people don't smell it on themselves that easily anyway mm-hmm. uh, so there's not that risk and I'm just going to practice good hygiene oral hygiene so what about um, what about fresh oak and charred uh, whatever body soap or whatever yeah, you like to so use a cologne like my favorite cologne I think I would in, you know instead of all the joy I have like of different colognes and going like you know for instance, I'm really into Tonka, the smell of Tonka. Oh, yeah, those now. those toy trucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to love those as a kid. That Your childhood, it smells of childhood, right? That's what you're talking yeah, about. Ch- <laughs> um, but I would have to land on, like, this is my scent profile that I like and I enjoy. And I would probably uh, – well, that's another, like, point. Like, would you just uh, – the cologne slash body wash lotion smell. Like, it's like this branded smell, like – 
just let me have that like smell as a smell like it doesn't matter if it's in the lotion form or whatever it's the smell mm-hmm. yeah and so i would take that yes i would but i'd only do one because i really want to like make sure i can smell the most things yeah so, all right so yeah one one kind of uh perfumey type smell uh, every would basically all all the other and then you know your couple of bad smell you know fire smoke um smoke and uh body odor those are your, kind of your bad garbage. and garbage too okay so those well, are your bad I smells think I would because i need to know when to take the garbage out that's a big indicator of like or, or this needs to be this place needs to be cleaned oh, is that really that? like just like is that really factor in to your 30 smells like you can't look at your garbage can and see that it needs to be the taken out, or just like, take right, it out. It's full. I take it out when it's full, but like sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, we well, put in some I mean, like, or something. And I understand that, but like this is, you only get thirty smells, and you know you could alter your behavior a little bit and just take out the trash maybe a little bit more than you normally would, and now you have a whole, you know, now you're not wasting that one of your your precious thirty smells. This is a weird thing, but like I need to know if a room just smells bad. And Why? So you're, you might not let me get it. Well, for a home, if I'm having guests or any, if I'm a if just ask Danielle, teacher, just say, "Hey, does this room smell bad?" Um, it just seems like when when I'm alert, if the room smell, if there's like a dead animal or if it's <laughs> off and dirty, like when I walk in, and if it's like not right, then like I want to correct it, and so there's something unnerving about like like teaching in a classroom where like it's just bad smelling and not knowing or or having a party and it just is wrong like <laughs> how often do you have parties with dead animals in the room yeah you know i guess it's not that big of a deal it just feels important hey all right to, like, this is your drawback man you get wrong you get here. not you challenging me in a good you get the cheers I, man you get the cheers them so go go for it i you know what maybe i don't need it <laughs> ask someone else hey be honest i could have like some smell truth people like you know they're my people right hey you gotta tell me like um because i want to save a lot for food after we've checked those off uh then well do you have more to add like no i mean that's what i was wondering if it if how much was going to be devoted to food so i I feel like the lion's share is going to go to food i also want to make sure though like is there something to be said for like a rainy day yeah maybe uh, some fresh plants slash flower like nature soil yeah yeah like the the smell of like walking through the woods after a rain is so like there's something cool about that or or like gasoline campfire i don't really need gasoline honestly okay i don't need that smell or exhaust or stuff like that what about (laughs) the uh the nintendo gamecube inside of it do you remember how good that used to smell (laughs) yeah the gamecube games are and Man, that used to smell so good. Do they Who still knows? Smell that way, or did no, they go away? Did that you get access to like an old one. Did they oh, lose a GameCube. Um, yeah, if you opened up a GameCube game right now, would they smell like that, or would they like have? Is it like did they treat it with maybe an anti-scratch oil or film that's no, you know, the, the Hang on, I have one. Time. I have one nearby. I'm gonna check. Do you actually? I really yeah, know. yeah. Give me just a few seconds. Yeah. On that for years. Yeah, I'll just kill the dead air. Yeah, just. Like, we remarked on this when we were kids at how remarkably good they'd smell. And maybe, and I'll ask you this if you can hear me later, but, like, if you played the game more and took it out after playing it for a few hours, would it smell All right. stronger? I have here, I have here in my hands F-Zero GX, uh, an excellent, one of the best racing games of so all this time. this is probably what year? Like, how old is this game? Uh, I don't know, like 2003 or four or five, something like that. So, 2003, yeah. it says. All right, well, here we go. 20-year-old game right here. <laughs> Thanks for the audio. <laughs> uh, I don't really smell anything. Really? So, yeah. So, like, it has the, the, the scent has gone away. So, I definitely don't need to choose it. So, you know what? I'm not going to choose that. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. Like, you know that's, like, a lost smell, maybe? Like, it is. It might actually be a lost smell. Because I know it was very pleasant, but I can't tell you what it smelled like. Or, like, it would, I would, I would know it when I smelled it, I think. But I can't even tell you. Oh, it was a little bit floral. Like no, I couldn't tell you. Mm. It was very electric. It wasn't floral. Was like yeah, it was. It wasn't floral. It was a bad example. But like, but I could not. It's not just. I both lack the words to describe it, but I also like don't remember clearly. I I just remember that it was very pleasant. I remember it. I would remember it if I smelled it again. Would you describe it as like uniquely electronic? I mean, what does that mean? What is an electronic uh, smell? Old key. 
when I think of electronics, but smells, I actually think of I mean, it smells toys or cheap keyboards. Yeah, like it's, wired. Yeah, yeah. Little, like, it's some kind of lubricant or oil or something like that. Is you know that's what it was, I think. Yeah. And yeah. it smelled so good. That oil and like put it, use it as a body oil. Oh know? man, yeah, that would be great. Anyway, you go on a date. Oh, you smell like <laughs> F Zero GX. You want to go back to my place? And speed. That would never speed. happen. Yeah. <laughs> that would never happen. FCRGX is criminally under underrated. You know, I've, I've been watching. That's gaining some uh, momentum in the in the retro gaming community because now retro gaming is starting to branch into N64 and mm-hmm. then even into GameCube era stuff. So, but like that. Some of those F Zero games oh, like, man. up to the GameCube era are amazing. So the, uh, I never played the N sixty four one, but apparently it was really good. That was F Zero X. Um, apparently it was great. It had a track editor, I think, which is really cool sounding. But I never played it. Oh, I watched a video recently that touted. I think the one you're saying is it was it the only one on the GameCube or were there a couple? The only one on the GameCube was F Zero GX. It was the, that was the last F Zero game that has been made. Oh, they haven't. Like he said it was amazing. It's, it's so good. It's really, so yeah. good. It look the graphics are great for what it is. It has a ton of racers. Super fun. Very hard. Very very hard. Especially the That's campaign mode. Extremely hard. Amazingly hard for a game. Yeah. Oh, just monstrously difficult. But man, very fun. Excellent game. Top tier. So. So back to superpowers and draw. We're doing a terrible job at staying on task for our our short shortened schedule. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm going to look. The slow startup is super annoying. I think the if I'm going to if it, I always start with the ifs and then I would go to would I take it. So if I were to take it, I'm in, the slow startup's going to drive me crazy. I'm choosing the inverse bloodhound. Um, I think I can get enough in there, and then and then I think I'm choosing. The, the Microsoft Paint in real life, and I'm I'm really gonna exploit the gift and the superpower and like start a side business and go paint cars and like that alone, like people would be dropping quite a bit of money. I could mm-hmm. do a number of like I could do just a bunch. I think I could be like a regular business. I could even quit my job if I wanted. You definitely could. Yeah, you absolutely uh, could. I think I might have even underestimated how powerful that yeah, one is. That alone is just like, but it wouldn't like. You know, it w- if the car had a little key scrape, it wouldn't be a fresh like right. If it were keyed, mm-hmm. let's say the car was keyed. No, you couldn't and do I that. I painted the car. The car, the, it's still keyed. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. whereas you get a real paint job, like they take care of all that. They buff stuff and all that. So right. I, but even then, like paint jobs cost like three thousand dollars, whereas I could charge five hundred or something. And yep. Just so anyway, I would choose, and I think I would choose it. I think I would go. Microsoft Paint and the Inverse Bloodhound, and I think I'd walk away. I'm All right, nice. On it not being that bad, the smell thing. And nice. I just think I'd be okay. I'm glad to you see know. you uh, actually take the take the bargain. Well, because it, let's say I'm a lot of times like I'm just so in like scared that I'm not estimating this appropriately, and mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be haunted by whatever it is, some yeah. music or right. some staring yeah, staring thing or, or and anything it is, and it actually does deep <laughs> psychological damage but like smells let's say i've underestimated it and i'm inconvenienced a lot more i'm not psychologically harmed i'm just like frustrated that that you know i'm unaware of some smells that's not gonna like haunt me in my sleep mm. so I think, I think things that like like are grating on your nerves or potentially you know like that that's dangerous stuff for yeah. your for your well being. I think um, I think I agree mostly with your reasoning. I would choose MS Paint IRL, but I think I would actually choose Slow Startup over Inverse Bloodhound. Um, you know that might be an unwise decision, but when I think about it, how many devices do I turn on? in a day honestly not that many like i mean maybe less than 10 lay out my toothbrush but whatever you know i could press the button and wait for it to turn on that's not a huge deal my tv you know i do turn on a few times during the day but a minute okay whatever microwave or oven or something okay one minute i just there's not anything that i think would inconvenience me to the point of like significantly impacting my life i might I might have to 
endure the startup of, I don't know, 15 minutes a day. And that, and I could still do other things while they're starting up. Um, so I don't think that's a huge price to pay. And then for the MSP and IRL, we've already kind of discussed the, you know, the benefits of that. I think I would be tempted a lot more by the supervillain approach. Like when you could change the color of anything, it would be very tempting to actually do that. And it would be a, such a mystery to people, right? To go out <laughs> yeah. and see that like, you know, whatever, whatever it was, you know, I changed it to ridiculous colors. Um, you could make some really hilarious stuff that way. <laughs> it is really funny to think about, like, confusing people's personal property. And, like, you could make a lot of things that otherwise are cookie-cutter more unique for yourself. I mean, this is really minor, but, like, you know, bits and pieces on your shoes. You know, you, one complaint I have about shoes is that there was this period they went through. I don't know if they're still in this period where they just put a lot of neon on the shoes and you, it was hard to find shoes that weren't just super ugly and neon and I could fix them all and make them back to the way they should be black and <laughs> gray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, n normal looking shoe colors that don't say, look at my feet, look at my feet. Um, I can fix them all. I can even fix other people's ugly shoes. So like, you know, this is, there's a lot of, power there and the smells other, other people's ugly skin colors <laughs> oh yeah if i could fix that <laughs> uh i mean you, i'm not gonna dwell on that topic too much but you know there probably is a market for that like people unhappy with that aspect of themselves and you know what i can fix that for you it doesn't change the other morphological characteristics dilemma. do you just say yeah you want that you want to be like more tan or you want to be lighter skinned or whatever it is and say, right hey, like like and are you sort of playing into something a, a, something bad or, erasing their identity yeah or, or yeah or more like you're 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 just helping them like yeah i don't know i don't it's know. just it's cosmetic it's no it's no more or less momentous than change than dyeing your hair it's just that like we would have skin dying if we had the technology that would allow us to do it conveniently and believably, but we don't. So that's, so we don't. It's yeah, but I, mean, I, just, I just think it's like, it's like boob jobs. Like, so there's this ideal image of a woman, but boob jobs are invasive and they look objectively worse. <laughs> so like, like and there, like the actual technology involved in a boob job is kind of like it's weird, right? Like you just you just cram this silicone yeah, thing in there. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, the technology has improved over the years, but it's still I guess more weird. Philosophically, though, what they're doing is like there, there, there is an image that's that is both. I mean, a, a mixture of societal and like uh, natural like standards. And then they are willing to, they, they just are, this just makes them unhappy that they're not there. And so there's, instead of working on being happier and fulfilled with who they are, they, they just want to morph themselves to look more like the societal and natural standard. And so I could see philosophically there just being some moral issues about, go, like, just saying, yeah, I'll just play into that. Like, I'll reinforce that without pausing, at least, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, so, but that's, um, I also think your decision, the slow, you, you were starting to convince me about the slow startup not being a big deal. Cause I was kind of operating like how oh, we live in a technical society with lots of, uh, mm -hmm. machinery or, or items that need to be turned on. But, but maybe you're right, but it's not a very future proof. It's not decision. Yeah. It's you risky. Know, like, like, it's risky, but I figure like things are only going to get more efficient. Power is only going to get more abundant. Like we may have more things like our phones that just stay on all the time smells that's not going away right and who knows what the future we'll have all kinds of hover smells that are just like amazing <laughs> in the future yeah. that i'll really want to smell and i want to be there well, for you that annoyed by so many smells you i do smell like pissed, you're like right the, candles like, coffee all those dis pickles, pickles all those disgusting uh, things Pe people's like, perfumes and colognes i wouldn't have yeah. to smell any of that garbage like, give me some of that gasoline and GameCube games, though. Like, 
and asphalt. Imagine if you put in GameCube games in it, and then you can't go find that smell anyway. Oh like, no, tragic! If you were to find one, you know it would smell to you, but it just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, you know, I don't have any particular love for my sense of smell, you know, over and above the others, but I do. I am just worried about lo losing something permanently and losing all those smells. Yeah, that I would, you know, that well, concerns thinking, me a little. I get what you're saying is is inverse bloodhound is removing something you have, and then slow startup is you know, introducing uh, a small barrier. Yeah. Uh, in, and you're willing to say, like, I can introduce some, some of that, but, like, I don't want to take away from like, who I I mean, you I could am. argue that we have limited time, and time is the most valuable thing we have, and slow startup removes some of that. You can make that argument, and that's true. I just think, we waste a lot of time already, and that's not exactly a justification, but it's not... And I don't think you'd sit there when you click on for your toothbrush. Yeah. I don't think you would... Just look just at it. Stare up. You could do something else. I would. You can do something else. So you might you might just change, alter your routine, and when you, you get out of you you click it, and then you go to the restroom or whatever. Right. So now I could see it being annoying, like if I'm you know crunched for time in some circumstance, and like I run out to my car and I have to you know How sit and wait on it. For time? Not often. Not very often. Yeah, I figured not working from home and stuff that would just not be as. But I mean, I'm you know, it does happen. Morning often. It, it does happen not that often and like really where it, when I have to deal with other human beings which is not a preferred situation but when I do that's usually when I'm pressed for time you know they tell me they'll be ready at this time or you know they they just tell me oh I forgot I need you to do this quickly you know they do those kinds of things and if I'm having to wait a minute for everything to to happen then you know that could be annoying but not that bad not enough to justify me not, you know, painting people's homes, you know, when they're asleep or painting their cars when they, uh, when they cut me off in traffic or something and painting them. Or I can do patterns too, so I could, I could put all kinds of stuff on their vehicles. I I think too, like, just to get a little bit granular in this power. You said like, like if I put my hand on uh, a parking space, like a handicap paint on. If I want to paint that the the, the white line. dude, you know the white dude specifically oh, yeah. that that's sitting in the wheelchair or whatever, like I click it or I excuse me, I put my palm there and it, like it paints the line whatever color I yeah. want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, because I'm looking, I can see outside to a parking lot right now and I can see the white lines of the road and and they're you know it's faded paint and there's cracks all in it and I was thinking this would be ridiculous if I wanted to paint that one little parking spot line like. It wouldn't work. It would just paint, and I'd have to spend all day. It would literally be faster to paint it, and that's not what you mean. So, yeah, means that there's a line there. I click it, and it paints it, or I put my palm there, and it paints it. Yeah, obviously. By the way, how does the selection go? How does it like? Am I thinking of the color? Yeah. Or do I? Yeah, yeah. you're just imagine envisioning it. Okay. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna say that that works. Just think of it. You don't have to like chant it or hold the color in your hand or anything like that just think about it that's an it well i'm just <laughs> i just mean that like colors are visual so we can imagine colors but man there's something weird about like it might not look exactly like you think or you might have okay so how about this you put your hand on it and then you think it and the thing changes color in real time and when you remove your hand it's final how about that yeah so you can kind of like uh, just like you can do that in Microsoft Paint with a hue, yeah. like the color wheel or whatever it is. Yeah. It's not a wheel, I don't think. And it has a bunch of numbers. like So we could... You could, you could do RGB colors. And, right. You yeah. could do that if you wanted to. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, how, Are you choosing how, it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely taking it. I'm definitely taking it. MS Paint IRL, slow startup. It's mine. Got it. Um, how, how long have we been going? We're, we're not quite 45 minutes. Three minutes. <laughs> All right, man, let's do it. Let's do this. I have a question for you. Do you want to do a whole other topic? <laughs> we, yeah, we're just do it. We'll do it quick. Um, yeah, I want, I want to get it in here. I want to know, cause we haven't talked about this really. Okay. Do aliens exist? Do they exist? What do you think? Um, 
I've listened to enough intellectuals talk about it and you know explain some mathematical probabilities that the answer seems to be yes. And so like I basically in just mimicking what I hear about smart people, I, I, I say yes uh, and it feels provocative and it feels like the smart thing because like it feels like really dumb people say yes and then it feels like just kind of regular people say nah like i i look at the world i don't see aliens there are no aliens that's just a bunch of dumb people and then the really smart people say yes and so i want to identify with them and i say (laughs) yes but if you were to measure where i catalog it in my brain i put it along with ghosts like so, so it's a paradox i'm like full of shit like i say i believe that aliens exist but but like i don't really do you know what i mean like i emotionally don't uh yeah, you just you're just posturing. You're just an alien. You're just an alien poser. Just an alien poser. No, that makes total like, sense. Yeah, you know, undoubtedly they exist, and yeah, that just. And, and I mean, kind of neat to kind of kind of go. Yeah, I'm 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 among an elite crowd who's willing to say something kind of uncomfortable and outrageous and wild. That like, yeah, they isn't, do isn't, exist. Isn't this sort of the Dunning Kruger effect? Like. That you're uh, kind yeah, of on, so the, sitting on the top of that hill, like I, very much so. Yes, like where I think I sound cool and like I know what I'm talking about, uh, but I don't. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm at the top of the hill. I, I gave it some thought, and yeah, I'm familiar with the the probabilistic arguments that people make, but I still say no. I think no, um, and I'll give you some of my reasons briefly. You're one step further than the than the, the smart people. Giants that say that they. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Well, here's why I say that. So firstly, just because we can imagine a thing doesn't make that thing real. Um, No person has ever seen an alien uh, that we know of and been able to prove it. So we have people who say they saw some things, some, you know, flying doohickeys or some whatchamacallits, uh, but no, no one has ever been able to prove what it, what it was, and certainly not that it was an, an alien. Oh, yeah, like I don't believe they've landed or anything like that. Sure, either, by the way. Right. just that they're out there somewhere in the vast expanse of the, the yeah. universe. So on that point, you know, the, the main <laughs> argument in favor of aliens existing is, okay, the universe is gigantic, it's mind-bogglingly huge, and it would be silly to think that we are the only living, intelligent creatures on Earth when there are other stars similar to our sun, there are other planets in habitable zones, and based on our understanding of science, it seems that some combination of chemicals could come together and create life somewhere else. And yeah, I don't necessarily debate any of that, uh, that it's possible. However, again, just because we can imagine it and just because it's possible doesn't mean that it's true. So for example, (laughs) Like, imagine, all right, imagine, imagine how many ants there are on Earth. How many ants do you think there are on Earth? Oh, man, at least, like, a hundred. Right, and so out of that gigantic number of ants, surely one of them understands human speech, right? Like, that's a huge number of ants, and... I see your analogy, it's pretty good. And one should be able to understand human speech. We might not know which one it is. We don't know which one it is, but like, there's got to be one ant out there that can understand when I say, hey, you know, hey, ant, stop digging that hole, whatever. And it'd be like, okay, no, it doesn't, right? Like, ant, there isn't an ant that can understand human speech, or like, there's not one snowflake out of all the snowflakes that looks like a swastika. Like, okay, I mean, is there? Probably not. So one grain of sand whose inside is made of chocolate. That one seems more probable than the ant one, though. Sure. Yeah, it seems more more probable than an ant understanding human speech, but but it's just, like, I don't think that that is the case. And so, like, just again, just because something is possible, and we have zero evidence for it. So I just tend, like, again, do I know for sure that aliens don't exist? No. But when it comes, like, show me the proof, right? Show me the proof. I fall on the side of no until we have some evidence that there is. We well, haven't found... Practically don't exist. They very much practically like don't exist. Yes. Um, they... And if that's what you mean, kind of like, like we don't... The, for all practical reasons and all... Like everything, all the speculation and the mathematical argument is just sort of like, it's exciting. But like, yeah. that's why I say I catalog it with like ghosts and, you know, 
I mean, people like I don't. I really do. Yeah, I don't buy them. People say it's a mathematical argument, but they have. There's literally zero evidence on the pro alien side. All there is is kind of circumstantial evidence saying that we exist. Therefore, maybe some other people like us exist. There's some other beings like us exist, and like, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the mathematical proof that they exist. It's simply probabilistic. And so, like, yeah, do ants exist? Yes. Do things that understand human speech exist? Yes. But that doesn't... You can't just combine those, right? I'm trying to... Like, I, I never heard that analogy, and I like it, so it does help clarify your argument. So it's useful that way. But I, I do suspect it's a faulty analogy, and I don't... Let me try and... It, it's just that Earth has a set like has some set rules and and we function this way so like all ants are going to behave reasonably the same and so they're under these conditions and all so but now like the 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 argument about the mathematical argument is like there's so many wildly different conditions and 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 all so it just starts to be so different the scenario is so different that the the analogy starts to lose its uh, convincing nature to me um because yeah, with, with this grab bag of chemicals or <laughs> in, in, of, uh, of Earth, like, and then you have ants, like, there's just not ants don't speak English or don't understand it, so they and they never will, and I'm comfortable with that. So yeah, let me let me try to defend my analogy a little bit. It's just something I thought up, so you know I didn't put huge amounts of of thought well, into I like it. it because, However, yeah, like, it, let's compare the complexity of these two things because I see what you're saying and. One reason I chose this analogy is because, yeah, we know, we, we understand ants pretty well. They have a relatively simple biology, and we can tell that they shouldn't have the physiological ability to understand human speech. But, like, the complexity of an ant is much lower than the complexity of all of life evolving and, and generating a an alien being, right? And so, like, the... To, to suppose that an ant can't understand human speech. If I said, you know what? I think there is an ant that can understand human speech. That would be a more believable stance than I believe alien life evolved on a, in a totally different place and reached you know some, this level of complexity that as far as we know, our planet is the only thing that has that. Does that make sense? Like the, the level of complexity involved in these two separate things are very different. Um, yeah, pe- and people are supposing in some ways you're saying that like a, an ant can understand in terms of like how complex yeah I, I think I understand right I, I guess I just well here's another also we should have defined alien a little bit but we were obviously yeah. talking about intelligent life and not like a plant somewhere sure you know, right yeah I, well I mean you know people could debate that I suppose Here's another argument that's more popular, um, the Fermi paradox, uh, which you may have heard of. So it it also responds to this kind of probabilistic argument. It says that, okay, so the probability, it, it grants the point that because the universe is so huge uh, and there are so many stars and so many planets that could conceivably exist within the habitable ranges, that it's very likely that life exists out there so it grants that and there are many of these planets you know supposed planets that are much older than earth they've been around for you know hundreds of thousands or millions of billions of years you know pick your astronomical time scale they've been around for so long that if life did exist then that life would have evolved to become very advanced much more advanced than we are you know we've only been around for however many tens of thousands of years have that we've been relatively intelligent and these other planets would have had much more intelligent life super advanced life, life super forms. advanced life forms and if those planets develop super advanced life forms then they should have been able to make a mark on the universe that we that we could observe or find us right and uh, th- there should have been some that's sort a of big leap but yeah, yeah i i agree i think it is a little bit of a leap but that's the way the that's the way the argument okay. goes and so if, if there are all of these life forms out there that are so much more advanced than us because of how long they've been in the universe, why haven't we interacted with them at all? Like, where are they? And that's the paradox, right? Because we would suppose that 
surely they exist, but if they're so advanced, why haven't we seen them? And it's a good question. I agree there's a, a there's a, there's a little bit of a leap in there, but the biggest leap to me is that we are supposing that if you became enlightened, you would then make marks and contact. That's a huge leap well, to me. Like But think about our own think about our own development, right? Like we we became advanced and we sent probes out like by now the voyagers passed the bounds of the solar system that's not to even count the light and radio waves that we've been sending out into you know the yeah, galaxy yeah, would, i'm thinking of like enlightened i almost think like as a society we are hilariously far from being enlightened we're like children societally but like there are enlightened dalai lama type people <laughs> and like these people enlightened people actually get really peaceful and they like they they kind of see they see, they seem to talk a lot about oneness and and <laughs> letting things unfold I mean, this is what no I, I know this sounds silly but like let's just imagine for a second you truly do evolve and you go through so many technological investments but then like you you get to some like ultra high enlightenment and then it's like you become some you, you understand you actually just there's a peacefulness about the universe and oneness with the energy and then maybe the aliens are like 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 all around us and we're just not we're just <laughs> and we don't yeah. understand it or i know I, i'm getting a little bit silly but i do want to back up and be like well what if what if they are so <laughs> uh maybe they know and have learned through experimentation that if you contact too early like bad things happen or we're not ready and they're, so they're either waiting or because like we're just so, so infantile or, or maybe like maybe they're like we we know they're so infantile like like kind of make the god argument like they like they are trying to communicate us they are god like 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 god as we know god is like is aliens, aliens trying to trying to make sense of uh like like let me give you some purpose and tell you about this higher like enlightenment i guess that's what religion really is so they're like gonna like coach us toward enlightenment but we're not ready to really see him yeah i mean that's been the premise of who knows how many sci-fi stories and probably scientology and stuff too the aliens kind of like it's it's aliens you know it's aliens it's like and i don't appreciate that twist like to get apart from like actual possible intelligent life versus like our our media representations of it like i really don't like when a twist it Twist aliens does not sit well with me. Mm -hmm. And I think most people would say that, right? Like, yeah. surprise, it was aliens. And well, that's why so, all the mystery things that didn't make sense, we don't have to make sense of. It's kind of lazy writing. Right. Well, that kind of feeds into my 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 skepticism a, a little bit because here's another question that, that I was going to ask you. Like, are aliens just the demons and angels of a secular society? Like, there are these... There are these things that we place our mystery and our unknown thoughts and our excitement and speculation and all of these. We place all of those emotions on this idea that we've never seen or experienced and, you know, they're aliens. And, you know, demons and angels obviously played a large part in history before that, whereas aliens were maybe a little bit a little bit less so. And so aliens are just kind of the trendy, the trendy mystery being now. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, interestingly, I think that the difference would be there's something neutral about aliens. You, you know, when you say a demon or an angel, like even just oh, she's an angel, you meet your, you mean there, there's just heavy connotations with good and evil. You don't say, oh man, look at that, she's an alien. You don't say that. <laughs> alien just just means for like unknown, right? Yeah, that is what it, the word so, means. And it's a more neutral, and maybe that fits with what the secular world is at least it's espousing that it's not it, it like mm -hmm. it's at least attempting not to be like religious is like yeah good and evil and this is what it is and secular is like eh like I don't know if it, it, there even is good and evil it's like we don't know I don't know maybe mm -hmm. uh, so so that actually fits it tracks even like a. A degree deeper just saying like yeah so so then if you were going to say the mythical beast of religion it is representations of good and evil evil whereas the mythical beast of of secularism is this alien, neutral is alien neutral like you, it can be what you want do you want it to be evil like yeah sure then it's, it's evil and it takes over the world or it's this kind you know gentle thing wanting to save you, you know? mm. so that's it that's interesting 
Well, unfortunately, uh, we can't talk about it anymore. So we are (laughs) we are quitting. I like it. We're gonna hold to it, or else it's pointless. So yeah. I think that was good. I think it went well. I liked our. uh, I liked the pacing. We you know, we can polish it a little bit. I think as we get more comfortable with it. But I think we did a, a good job. A fine job. Good job today, sir. All right. Do 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 do. Third space.